later. Here we go. Ah, what is that station? We love what sound are we extra fond of? It's not any trouble, you know it's double you see when you hear WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And on the way here, I saw one of those bumper stickers that just says so much. It said, visualize world peas. Is that Ann Arbor or what? This is Ann Arbor, after all. And it got me thinking about peas, and it just so happens that I'm going to talk about peas. In fact, most partic- participatively, what word is that? Goober peas. I'm going to make up a few words as we go along. Goober peas is going to be the main subject of this show because really there isn't anything more important. It turns out that Goober and the Peas will be headlining day two this Saturday of the Pig and Whiskey 2016 Festival in downtown Ferndale. And so we're going to start with some goober in the peas, and then we're going to learn about some goober peas, and then we're going to hear from somebody who acted under the name of goober. And then we're not going to get so much into the gubernatorial stakes, but we'll consider that maybe for another show. In the meantime, goober in the peas, and you know they did a song called Hot Women, Cold Beer. It wasn't my cup of tea, primarily because it was beer. But here instead is goober in the peas, and this is uh, food-related peripherally. This is called uh, Garden, and I believe there's a little bit of a spoken word intro here because love is something that needs to be nurtured watered cared for and talked to I know. I know.
Okay. Well, that was Goober and the Peas. So about these goobers and their peas there. Um, they're going to be playing at Pig and Whiskey in Ferndale. They're going to be the headliner. Uh, Pig and Whiskey is a festival of music, food, pigs, and whiskey, something like that. In Ferndale at Woodward Avenue Brewers, the first day of it is tomorrow, starting at 8 p.m., and then it's going to be Saturday and Sunday as well. Now, Goober and the Peas, if you don't know, they are from Detroit. They are and were a cowpunk band from Detroit. Their main active years were 1990 through 1995. Towards the end of that time, Jack White played drums for them back when he was known by his birth name, John Gillis. I didn't know he was John Gillis, but now I do. And he had the nickname in the band of Doc. They all had nicknames, and that's very important. Since 2010, Goober and the Peas have been semi-active again. They're headlining day two this Saturday of Pig and Whiskey 2016 in downtown Ferndale. And there's information on that at, would you believe, pigandwhiskeyferndale.com. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It is, in fact, a show about the food. And we're going to talk even more about Goober Peas. In fact, that was Goober and the Peas. If you could take out the and and the the, what are you left with? Well, that's right, Goober Peas. You see, this is from the Smithsonian.com, all about Goober Peas. Before the Civil War, peanuts were not a widely cultivated crop in the United States. Why are we talking about peanuts? Because Goober Peas are peanuts, boiled, I believe. Virginia and North Carolina were the principal producers of peanuts and were generally viewed as a, they were generally viewed as a foodstuff fit for the lowest social classes and for livestock. Peanuts. Ugh. When they were consumed, they were usually eaten raw, boiled, or roasted, although a few cookbooks suggested ways to make dessert items with them. The Goober Peas' status in the Southern diet changed during the war, the Civil War, as other foods became scarce. An excellent source of protein, peanuts were seen as a means of fighting malnutrition. People used peanuts as a substitute for items that were no longer readily available, such as grinding them into a paste and blending them with milk and sugar when coffee was scarce. Southerners continued to drink peanut beverages decades after the war ended. Now, Wikipedia says there was this song called Goober Peas, and you know we're going to hear that in just a moment here. The earliest sheet music to the song Goober Peas came out in 1866. You know what that means? That means this year is the 150th anniversary of that sheet music. And I don't know how that got under the radar with all the events this year, but nonetheless it did. How it got lost in the shuffle, I don't know, but this sheet music you can see at... Wikipedia. And this song here called Goober Peas, popular during the American Civil War. Well, I should mention one thing that peanuts were also known as pindars and goobers. Pindars is the word I haven't mentioned. You can look on the sheet music published by A.E. Blackmar in New Orleans. Blackmar humorously lists a pindar as the lyricist and peanut as the composer. Waka, waka. It's all true. So, Goober Peas is a song. Goober and the Peas is a group. Goober Peas is are a lifestyle. And this is music. This is food. And I'm glad you're listening because I'm going to play you this song, Goober Peas. This was not recorded in 1866. We don't have the modern equipment to bring you that. But here's a recording by a fellow by the name of, yes, Burl Ives. It goes a little something like this. You ready? 
Sitting by the roadside on a summer's day Chatting with my messmates, passing time away Laying in the shadows underneath the trees Goodness how delicious, eating goober peas Peas, 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 eating goober peas Goodness how delicious, eating goober peas When a horseman passes, the soldiers have a rule To cry out at their loudest, Mr. Here's Your Mule But another pleasure, enchantinger than these Is wearing out your grinders, eating goober peas Peas, 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 eating goober peas Is wearing out your grinders, eating goober peas Just before the battle, the general hears a row. He said, the Yanks are coming, I hear their rifles now. He turns around in wonder, and what do you think he sees? The Georgia militia, eating goober peas. Peas, 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 eating goober peas. The Georgia militia, eating goober peas. I think my song has lasted almost long enough. The subject's interesting, but the rhymes are mighty tough. I wish this war was over and free from rags and fleas. We'd kiss our wives and sweethearts and gobble goober peas. Peas, 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 gobble goober peas. We'd kiss our wives and sweethearts and gobble goober peas. Gobble goober, gabble gibble. Clark Abel, this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and Arwolf has walked into the room. He's ready to bring you Face the Music at 7, wonderful music from 7 to 8 every single Thursday evening. A little bit more about this Pig and Whiskey Festival in Ferndale. Bands all weekend, Electric Six are headlining on Friday, Goober and the Peas are headlining on Saturday, and wouldn't you know another food-related band, Mustard Plug, headlining on Sunday. That's all at pigandwhiskeyferndale.com. So many things going on this weekend. There's almost too many to list, but we will we will press ahead and try to keep up with all of them. In the meantime, here's another uh, food reference relating to somebody named Goober. This is highly important. Goober, who played Goober, his given name may or may not have been Goober nonetheless, but from the album Goober Sings, this is Goober. Did I make that clear? Goober from Mayberry RFD. This is Sweet Thang. Sweet is food, and it goes a little something like this. I sneaked out of the house about sundown While mama was washing her hair You can bet your bottom dollar she'll come looking for me When she finds that I'm not there and if she catches her sweet thing running around, I know there'll be the devil to pay. She'll come blowing like a cyclone through that door, and I can hear exactly what she'll say. 
sweet thing I got a notion he'll be headed this way Cause when my sweet thing starts tomcatting around He finds a sandbox like this to play I'm gonna want all you barroom roses If my sweet thing should happen by You better take my advice And if you blink more than twice You better have some me in your eyes I give my baby all my money on payday Except a little she don't know that I've got Cause there's this cute little waitress down at the corner cafe And she seems to like me quite a lot Now we were sitting in a snack booth and having a talk And she was believing everything that I said When the door blew open and mama rushed in Yelling loud enough to wake the dead sweet thing I got a notion he'll be headed this way Cause when my sweet thing starts tomcatting around He finds a sandbox like this to play I'm gonna warn all you cafe cuties If my sweet thing should have a vibe You better take my advice And if you blink more than twice You better have some me in your eyes What was that that you had in your eye? I didn't catch that. Uh, have some peas in your eye or pea in your... I don't know. I'm a little worried we're, there, we're, Mike. we're getting a little worried over here. Yeah. You, I'm worried, too. That was uh, educational. That was Goober. And that was Goober. George Lindsay was his uh, given name, actually. I lied that Goober was his given name. But there aren't too many people who can say that they were cast members of the television shows The Andy Griffith Show, Hee Haw, and The Twilight Zone. He left us in 2012 at the age of 83. That is Goober, and that is called Sweet Thang, written by Nat Stuckey, which sounds like food. Maybe I'm thinking of Smuckers. I don't know. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I was mentioning so many things happening this weekend. A dizzying thing happening this weekend is Concert of Colors at the Max Fisher Music Center in Detroit. Actually, to be technical, it begins... This Friday evening, tomorrow that is, at the Charles Wright Museum, the Scarab Club, and the DIA. And the performers tomorrow night will include the Brown Rice family at the Charles Wright Museum and the Planet D. Nonet at the Scarab Club. On Saturday, it's all at the Max Fisher Music Center, you may also know as the Orchestra Hall. In Orchestra Hall, nearby in the music box, and also there is a, uh, a, a courtyard, yes, an outdoor courtyard. So... Tomorrow at the Concert of Colors, by the way, this is all free, King Saniade from Nigeria. The Don Was All-Star Detroit Review, which will feature cameos by, I believe, if I read correctly, uh, Martha Reeves and uh, Mitch Ryder, among others. Casual Sweetheart and other folks all at the Max Fisher Music Center on Saturday. There's food, you know. They serve food there. Lots of food. Also, Concert of Colors on Sunday features Eddie Palmieri, The Mighty Sparrow, Chibomato, and other performers. Concert of Colors. It's almost a little too much to imagine all the amazing things that are happening around town, isn't it? A little bit on a different kind of peas now. Um, 
other legumes popularly called peas. We talked about uh, goober peas, which are actually not a pea, but a legume. Well, actually, here's, here's how it works. Sit right down and I'll tell a tale. Uh, black-eyed peas are not actually peas, but are related to them because black-eyed peas and peas are legumes. So they're related to each other, but they're not of each other. Something like that. Other beans of somewhat similar appearance include the goat's eye bean of northern Mexico, says Wikipedia. Those are sometimes incorrectly called black-eyed peas and vice versa. So the goat's eye bean gets confused with the black-eyed peas. Other legumes popularly called peas are the butterfly pea, which is a lovely name, the chickpea, mm -hmm, the pigeon peas, which fly, and the winged pea, which does not. I may have made up some of that information, but the names have all been... Okay, I just my brain just shut down. I must have goober peas on the brain. But the names are all the same, only the official uh, technical names have changed. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I better just keep talking. So... In the meantime, there's some other interesting, very, very interesting Southern food we can talk about. Poke salad, for instance. I was going to find Poke Salad Annie by Tony Joe White, but I didn't get a chance to find it, so I can't play it for you, but probably Manos will be happy to play it for you some Thursday morning on his show, Short Stack. And there is a plant called, sometimes called Poke Salad. It's got stems and leaves and flowers. It's Phytolaca Americana. It's got berries on it. You'll hear it sometimes called pokeberry, poke root, inkberry, pigeonberry. Pigeons again. Didn't we hear about pigeon peas? Well, pigeon berries, red ink plant, or poke salad, S-A-L-L-E-T, renamed sometimes poke salad. Wikipedia has a section on poke salad. Under the entry, there's a, a, a section called toxicity, poisoning, and mortality. Mmm, mmm, doesn't make you want to have some. But a woman named Allison O. Adams had this to say on the Southern Spaces website. She says, My guess is that poke salad still carries an aftertaste of poverty. Folks ate it because they were poor, and poke grows everywhere. My maternal grandmother at least kept eating poke salad long after she no longer had to because she loved the stuff. Mima had to have eaten enough poke salad in her life to kill her several times over, and while she may have suffered from prostration a time or two, mostly due to orneriness, she lived for a long time and died because she was very old. So, poke salad, there you go. And we talked a little, a little bit about black-eyed peas. Shall we pass a few? Hey, Bobby, why do you like soul food? Because it makes me happy. Pass the peas like you used to say. Pass the peas like you used to say. Pass the peas like you used to say. Pass the peas like you used to say.
And off they march with their peas, if you please, into the sunset. Too early for sunset, but close enough. The JBs, James Brown's backup band, stepping out on their own to pass the peas. Five minutes to seven, good Lord. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Arwolf and Face the Music at seven. Now, here's another thing happening this weekend. Concert of Colors is this weekend in Detroit, mostly at the Max M. Fisher Music Center. I mentioned Pig and Whiskey 2016 in Ferndale. And how about Float Fest? Float Fest is happening in Ann Arbor all around the Huron River watershed-type area. Well, maybe not the whole watershed, but... It's going to be at Barton Park and other locations on the Huron River. There's going to be a bike jump, a DIY raft race, and music by Wire in the Wood, Brian Tucker, and the Holy Bungs, which sounds wonderful, doesn't it, I think. But Ann Arbor Float Fest, possibly as A2 Float Fest. Look for it on Facebook if you're looking for more information on that. So many things going on, it's really hard to keep up with. But let's go out with a little bit of, well, okay, we've run out of peas songs. that You just heard them march out of the room, so they have passed the peas on to another place. But there's always Scrapple, another staple, not Southern, moving now into the mid-Atlantic. Scrapple, Scrapple, also known by the Pennsylvania Dutch name Panhas or Pan Rabbit, says Wikipedia. It's traditionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal and wheat flour, often buckwheat flour and spices. The mush is formed into a semi-solid congealed loaf. And don't you want something semi-solid and congealed? Right now, I do. Slices of the scrapple are then pan-fried before serving. Scraps of meat left over from butchering, not used or sold elsewhere, were made into scrapple to avoid waste. Scrapple is best known as an American food of the mid-Atlantic states, that is to say Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia, I had Scrapple when I lived in Maryland as a kid. It's been a long time, though. It's usually eaten as a breakfast side dish. In composition, preparation, and taste, Scrapple is similar to the white pudding popular in Ireland and Scotland and parts of England and the spicier hogs pudding in the West Country of England. And there you have it. Past the peas, past the panhas, past the Pennsylvania Dutch. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a fairly long time. Arwolf and Face the Music next. There's a song about Scrapple. It's by Robbie Folks, and it goes like this. Please enjoy, and never ever stop listening to WCBN. The mom-and-pop diners around Allentown don't really have much that a fella can hold down. And the folks up around Philly and Bethlehem ain't gourmet types, really, or Sheffley men. Now, they're God-fearing folk in that Keystone State, but their food ain't fit for a collection plate. There's things for all kinds of people to hate, but there's one that everybody loves, and they call it Scrabble! Scrabble! Cornmeal steamed and hog meat dappled, set by the wind until it's cold and hard, sliced up thick and fried in lard. Hey, what's that swimming in the big red pan that's kicking up all this mania? It's Scrabble! Scrabble! The pride of Pennsylvania! Billy's got his hands in Betty Sue's hair Shaking and a-steaming up the roadmaster We can see him, but we can't see her Well, Mama's in the kitchen and she might see Billy better leave your sister be Buddy Joe's from the Buick to the dining room And with the heat against the whip on that 
too much time, here's the wonderful side that everybody asked for, Scrapple from the Apple. Yeah, there it is, you know, another piece of music inspired by Scrapple, you know. Meat Byproducts got uh, modern music where it is today, I guess. It's uh, 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is R. Wolf, R. Wolf, and I'm here for Face the Music, which is another, uh, another way of saying, boy, I'm glad you survived this much of the week. And if you look closely, the weekend is straight ahead, and we've all got to just take care of each other and take care of ourselves so we can live each passing day a little more meaningfully and uh, and have a good time while we're doing it. That can be challenging, but music is the, uh, the secret elixir that seems to help a lot of people to survive. So that's why this is Face the Music, and uh, there's a lot of historical material in here. Uh, it's a, a program of hysterical importance, it's going to open tonight with something uh, published in 1923. It's written by W.C. Handy, recorded in 1999 by Carl Wolf's Orchestra. This is the Harlem Blues. Good evening. Good evening. 